listening to a podcast by Radio Canada International. Many of the world's leading mathematicians and computer scientists are working on what's called the Fifth Generation Project, the design of computers that can think for themselves. Some of these researchers are Canadians, but increasingly, Canada is being left behind in the race to build thinking computers. This was CBC's George McLean, presenting a TV program on the state of AI in Canada back in September 1984. At this time, Canada was lagging behind other countries in terms of AI research. But things have changed radically since the 1980s. Now, Toronto, Edmonton and Montreal are well known worldwide for their AI research. And Montreal in particular is considered by many to be the centre of the AA world. But is that true? Can Montreal compete with giants like Boston or San Francisco? Is it conceivable to think that Quebec's larger city could be considered the centre of such a great technological revolution? Well, this is what we'll try to find out. You're listening to Montreal Centre of the AA World. I'm Matthew Laser. In order to fully understand Montreal's place in the world of artificial intelligence, one must first look at the history of AI research in Canada. And this is what we're going to do in this episode. So to start with, let me bring you back to the 1980s. In the IT world, 1980s were known for the fifth generation AI systems. The systems were seen as an important step in technological sophistication beyond the fourth generation microprocessor computers developed in the late 70s. These improvements in computer hardware and software led researchers around the world to predict significant advances in AI. And in response, Japan, followed closely by the United Kingdom, and the European Economic Community announced major national programs to develop AI research. In Canada, amid the enthusiasm for fifth-generation computing, a number of private groups and government departments began to recognize the importance of AI research to the country's future. This is when the Canadian Institute for Advanced Research, or CIFAR, was created in 1982. CIFAR's goal is to promote groundbreaking research in strategically important areas. But what does CIFAR have to do with artificial intelligence, you ask me? Interestingly, the very first program that CIFAR launched in 1983 was called Artificial Intelligence, Robotics and Society. So in fact, it's an area that we have... Elisa Strom is the executive director of the Penn Canadian Artificial Intelligence Strategy at CIFAR. One of uh, the greatest areas of our interest in our activity. Canada is, is a great place to live and work. And very early on, we attracted uh, some of the leading figures in AI to come to Canada. So the three 
pioneers in the approaches to machine learning that are uh, most common and most actively, most active areas of research today are Jeffrey Hinton, Joshua Bingio, and Rich Sutton. And so Rich is the pioneer of reinforcement learning. He came from the US. He came to Edmonton in the early 90s, established a, a research cluster focused on this particular domain of machine learning and uh, attracted many, many colleagues and students over the years and really trained a generation of researchers in that particular type of, of machine learning. Same thing with, with Jeff and with Joshua, because we had these really you know pioneering thinkers and leaders in the field, one in Toronto, one in Montreal, over you know decades, they attracted other colleagues in the field. They had trained many, many students in the field, and that really allowed us to build these critical mass of expertise, critical mass of uh, trainees and talent in those centers. And all three of them are, are immigrants to Canada. So we'd have to ask them uh, what drew them to Canada, but I think it's, um, you know, they had the ability to secure research funding for their work that was really, really ahead of its time, right? So not a lot of organizations were funding uh, research into uh, neural networks in the, the 1990s. think about the 80s and AI, we can't not mention the influence of Geoffrey Hinton, now seen as one of the godfathers of deep learning. At that time, Hinton was working on artificial neural networks based on the human brain. His research explored and continues to explore the perception and processing of symbols. Geoffrey Hinton was also joined by Yann Lequin, a researcher in artificial intelligence considered as one of the inventors of deep learning, and a certain Joshua Bengio. Bengio is one of the three godfathers of deep learning, and he is the one who brought Montreal to the top. Talking about them, they certainly didn't know it at the time, but nearly 40 years later, the three researchers will win the Turing Award for the groundbreaking research on deep neural networks. This million dollar prize has been dubbed the Nobel Prize of Computing. Let's now fast forward to the 1990s and the revival of artificial intelligence in Canada. During this decade, we saw increased research activity in machine learning. But what's that machine learning? Scientists built a few working perceptrons, as these artificial brains were called. He's using it to explore the mysterious problem of how the brain learns. This perceptron is being trained to recognize the difference between males and females. It is something that all of us can do easily, but few of us can explain how. To get a computer to do this would involve working out many complex rules about faces and writing a computer program. But this perceptron was simply given lots and lots of examples, including some with unusual hairstyles. After training on lots of examples, it's given new faces it has never seen and is able to successfully distinguish male from female. It has learned. 
did you know that Yosha Benjo, Yann Lequin and other colleagues used machine learning to develop a model based on partial handwriting recognition? Well, this research completely changed the way banks handled money in North America. They developed a software program capable of recognizing and processing all kinds of checks. Bengio and Lucan's research, combined with the increasing amount of digital data available with the expansion of the internet, led the AI industry to great advances. Thanks to an emergent approach using deep learning, systems were able to learn by themselves to perform tasks for which it would otherwise be very difficult to program them. Oh, and speaking of deep learning, you may wonder, what's the difference between deep learning and machine learning? Well, deep learning is, in a way, similar to machine learning, but also quite different. It uses algorithms which are created and function similarly to machine learning, but there are many more levels of these algorithms, each providing a different interpretation of the data it conveys. This network of algorithms is called artificial neural networks. In simple words, it resembles the neural connections that exist in the human brain. This work laid the foundation for what would soon revolutionize artificial intelligence. Jeff came to us in 2004 to launch a new research program that was really looking at um, trying to understand how the human brain learns and applying that to machine learning. And Joshua Bengio was part of that program very early on. Jan LeCun was part of the program. So uh, this program that CIFAR supported was very international in its uh, scope and collaboration, but it was centered in Canada. And uh, that activity, I think, also uh, drew and attracted many more researchers here. So it was really uh, investments in the fundamental research, building up a critical mass of top researchers in the field, um, our, you know, our willingness as uh, Canadian funding agencies, CIFAR and NSERC, uh, to fund, uh, you know, risky research that was uh, really ahead of its time. And uh, that led us to the success that we see today. At this time. Geoffrey Hinton was part of the University of Toronto. The University of Alberta hired Rich Sutton and Joshua Bengio joined the University of Montreal. However, CIFAR was among the only actors still funding this type of research. And this group of researchers were one of the only ones in Canada to persist in working on artificial intelligence. Following a very good period in the 90s, the early 2000s were pretty different for AI and pretty dry. Simply put, an overly promising marketing generated expectations that the products could not meet. But what was it like during this period called the AI winter? To find out, I looked up the few scientists who were there at that time. And Doina Prickup was one of them. She still lives in Montreal, so I went to visit her to talk about the state of AI research in the 2000s. I joined McGill University in 2000. I came straight out of my PhD. And in fact, at the time, there were only a couple of other professors in computer science at McGill working in AI, broadly speaking. And so it was actually a very small community uh, at McGill at the time. Of course, Yosha uh, Bengio was already at the University of Montreal and building a really interesting research group there. 
on neural networks and machine learning, more broadly speaking. And at the time, you know, one of the reasons I came to, to Montreal to begin with was that there is actually a lot of interesting collaboration and, and interdisciplinary research in computer science, but also connected to neuroscience, for example. And so it seemed like it would be a really good ground to build something. But for a few years, it was, the community was actually pretty small. Machine learning was not very popular worldwide. We actually had, in the early days, joint meetings between you know, Shabencho's group and my own research group. We used to have uh, joint lab meetings because we didn't have that many students and it felt like a bigger community if we got together every so often. At some point, we actually organized a meeting of several machine learning people from various universities in, in North America. Some people called it a mini NeurIPS conference, uh, but it ran for a couple of days. That was great fun. But a lot of the funding actually was not targeted towards AI, and a lot of the research was on quite fundamental questions. Uh, there was some amount of interest from industry, but not a whole lot. Yeah, and that's, this lasted until the early 2010s or so, when deep learning started to really pay off in vision applications, for example, and then later on in machine translation. Um, and then, you know, in some sense, because we already had a strong community, uh, here all of a sudden Montreal was at the forefront of this worldwide uh, AI revolution. The 2010s provided the backdrop for the triumph of deep learning. More powerful graphic processors and the ever-increasing amount of data have truly provided the ideal conditions for the rise of this subdivision of AI. And Montreal was at the forefront of it thanks to its extensive research on deep learning. In 2012, one event in particular triggered the hype around deep learning and artificial intelligence in general, the ImageNet competition. Again, I wanted to find someone, you know, who was there at the time. Besides Doina Prakup, another well-known researcher was already studying AI in 2012 in Montreal. Are you based in Montreal also? Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure if physically you were. Joelle Pinot is an associate professor at McGill University. She also leads the Facebook AI Research Lab in Montreal. We managed to have a chat, but virtually this time. Mm. There was some really interesting results that came out a little bit more than five years ago now, around 2012 or so. These results showed that with machine learning, you could achieve really impressive results in classification of images. So looking at an image and identifying key objects in the image automatically by training the system on you know tens of thousands, if not millions of images. And some of these results came out of uh, the research group, Jeff Hinton's research group at the University of Toronto. There was already a strong AI community in Canada between Toronto, Montreal, Alberta. Um, so we saw these results, which at the, you know, the level of the international community were just really interesting. 
Um, and out of that, there was really a snowball effect. You know, what we could do in image classification, we could do with natural language classification, we could do with speech recognition, we could bring into robotics and so on. And that's really what we've seen over the last few years. And so I think Montreal was always really well um, positioned to to participate in that explosion of work because we had a few strong research labs, one at the University of Montreal, led by Yashua Bengio and other faculty members, and one at McGill. Here, Pino refers to Miller, a research institute in artificial intelligence funded by Yoshua Bengio, which now counts 500 researchers specializing in a field of deep learning. Following these revelations of what AI can do, Canadian companies worked hard to translate this expertise and enthusiasm around AI technologies into robust business. And one such success story is Maluba, a company founded by graduates of the University of Wallulu in 2011. Maluba develops AI systems capable of understanding and interpreting natural human language. With a deep learning research team focused on natural language understanding, the module-based company was purchased by Microsoft a few years later, and this initiated a wave of new arrivals of large technology companies. Maybe three and a half, four years ago, it's really had this this boom uh, publicly. Everyone's heard about it, obviously, a lot more publicly. And then uh, within companies... Mark McLean is the senior director for the Americas and Asia at Montreal International. So, so the wave started in Montreal uh, again about four years ago where the first really public one was Microsoft. Microsoft bought a startup from Montreal called Maluba and they invested their team here. And then from then we saw Google set up a team here. They attracted a researcher back to Montreal. He was a former Montrealer but he was working in Boston for, for Twitter and came back to Montreal called Hugo Larochelle and set up the Google Brain here which is again one a really, really well-respected AI research team. Uh, DeepMind set up here, which is uh, another research institute, which is headquartered in England, but it's under the uh, Alphabet brand, the Google brand, but it's headquartered in England. And they are, they're famous for, for AlphaGo and beating uh, some of the real famous uh, puzzle games where they've developed solutions for that. Uh, Facebook set up a team here, Samsung Research set up a team. So the first wave was all the big names, right? It was all these really, the names, the names you and I and everybody knows. And then following that, we saw a lot of the, 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 I guess the names that we might not know, but the smaller companies that have research teams that are coming here less for research, more for applied AI, right? We've had companies called Jumio, Samasource. We've had uh, other companies more on the marketing side, uh, more in the video game side, right? All coming to Montreal, which are not named brands, but they're all setting up teams here, right? Which was really, really exciting too. And it kind of gives you the next wave of companies, like the really, the, 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 the next Googles and Facebooks of the world in a sense. And then we had a uh, startup uh, incubator set up here, an organization called Techstars AI, which helps build companies, right? Techstars AI is one of the biggest accelerators in the world for building companies. They chose Montreal as their AI spot where they're going to build a lot of AI companies in Montreal for that. Uh, so we've just seen them year, year over year. We've seen the, this trend, which which we've kind of expected, right? We had the big companies and we had the, the smaller, more applied companies and you see the more of the startups, you see the investment coming. So it's been uh, it's been fun seeing it and we, and we continue seeing the momentum and the growth in Montreal. This concludes our journey through the history of AI in Canada. In the next episode, we'll look at the different research institutes based in Montreal, and more importantly, what makes Montreal 
such a unique ecosystem for AI research. It was Montreal Centre of the AI World. See you next time.